This is Naoki Yoshida, and you are listening to Airstrike Radio. Here we go! What's up, everybody, and welcome to 8th Right Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X, and joining me today for our super awesome special Fan Fest edition here, we have Zanidra and Britton. What's going on, guys? Yo! <laughs> so it is, if I sound <laughs> tired, I, it is midnight right now. We I'm sleepy. exhausted. Actually, um, I'm fine. <laughs> you're, you're all like, hee hee hee, Ryan's had a couple drinks. I am, yeah. <laughs> He's good. I'm I, well inebriated. I'm running on like five hours of sleep because of, because of fern halls. Um, <laughs> but but for, for good reasons. Um, so we're just going to go ahead here, recap uh, the events from FanFest. Um, as well as talk a little bit about our exclusive interview with uh, director-producer Naoki Yoshida. Um, so, obviously, the first big thing is Heaven Awards, Final Fantasy XIV 3.0, also known as the thing that is just, oh my, Dragoons, man. That trailer... Dragoons. ...looks incredible, freaking bold. Yes. The, our, uh, our, our old friend CG, male, uh, male here... Derplander. Uh, you can dis- just call him Derplander. Derplander has discarded his warrior, uh, his <laughs> armor, and uh, picks up the lands. Durgan it up. I mean, you really only need one tank, right? This is true. Rogadin's got it. But it's a whole party of dragoons, so. Ooh. So they're just gonna wipe a lot. I, I I think this whole expansion, this the the whole point of this expansion is just to get rid of that whole Lulderg stigma, and it's just gonna be all focused around dragoons, and then you know people are gonna be like, wow, dra- dragoons are are actually really awesome. From the uh, Mr. G, you the just battle- want that to happen. I do. Mr. G, the battle coordinator, did also hint at that, talking about like because with the expansion, we're getting a level cap increase, and they're going to say mm-hmm. uh, they, they did say complete your story for Dragoon, mm-hmm. and they're hinting at you know some things to come with. That, I with I that think in, in large part is maybe we'll see something about Nidhogg. You just can't go in Ishgard unless you have Dragoon at the new awesome. level cap. <laughs> I'll be there like I'll be like the only one there day one. I'll be like, where's everybody at? guys <laughs> um, so it looks really good they released a CG trailer uh, with some music um, and they went over the lyrics <laughs> for that during I think it was the music panel uh, or the lower it was one of the one of the panels um, and the the second it was half, the lower panel yeah is it okay mm-hmm. yeah I figured it might have been because I know it was Koji but it was also music related yeah um, he started singing and driving. And the, the, the second time. half, yeah. yeah, is basically dragon speak, like, uh, which which he had developed a long time ago, back before 2.0. Talented individual. Little oh fun my gosh. Um, He's animated. He, he that is that is one word. <laughs> um, going down the list here, uh, they talked a little bit about uh, Chocobo racing and breeding in the uh, live letter today. Um, not any details, um, but uh, it sounds like it will be arriving. It's going to happen. In what, what they're calling part two of patch 2.5. I don't know why it's not just 2.55. It's 2.5 part two. Because <laughs> um, the sequels are always better. I, yeah, I don't know. That's It's a little odd maybe because Jeez, no. that they, did, and they, they didn't conf- confirm this, but maybe because it could maybe be the last big patch before the expansion. I think you're pretty. Heaven's word is spring 2015. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it lines up. Um, but yeah, definitely um, going to have racing and breeding. They showed some pictures of uh, some circuits in uh, both Anosia and the Black Shroud. Um, then 
in the music panel. They talked about uh, the female vocals for Leviathan um, that they'd also talked about back, I think it was during the Nico Nico event yeah. um, in Japan where Soken showed that. And okay. he said, you know, maybe if, if, if Yoshida allows it, he'll um, include that female vocal version on, uh, on the next it's soundtrack. It's apparently uh, a popular song. Yeah. The concert, that was the encore. Of course, yeah. of course, of course the big question is, is, you know, is From Astral to Umbra considered a soundtrack? Or is this, are we talking like, you know, at this point, Heaven's Word OST, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a good point. But maybe we'll, we'll see that at some point. Um, they are looking at uh, increasing the drop rate for primal mounts, um, and we never we never did hear that you're supposed to get something if you collect all of them. We never never heard anything about that. Since is that currently in, or is that something? That, that was it? something they said they wanted to do. Hmm. Haven't heard anything since they said that. Uh, Atma drop rate is being increased. They said um, I think it was they were gonna o- over double. I think right. Really? It was I didn't hear that. They, yeah, they, they said more than double. It was more than double. <sighs> Now, so what, like, what, if, depending on what it is now, are they talking about like a fifty percent increase, or <laughs> are they talking about like, okay, well, it, it like was one percent, should be like a two hundred percent increase. Um, Some people are like, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't do my app, but now, personally, I'm just like, I did that so long ago, I don't even mind that they're yeah. increasing this. Well, it's true. I mean, there's so many other steps that follow it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Battle on the Big Bridge is coming. Extreme. Uh, with uh, the mini-armed Gilgamesh that's going to be in 2.5. I'm looking forward to that. I love the Gilgamesh fight. Um, the new uh, Tome Stones for patch 2.4, which we do know now is dropping out October 28th. Uh, Tome Stones of Poetics, which is okay. We have Soldiery and we have Poetics now. So. And I just Gotta cover all your bases. Exactly. Our, our outline is totally out of whack because it's like, <laughs> There's like, oh, Heaven's Ward, and then... 2.4, 2.5, <laughs> Just put down what you said in the order you it's said like it, man. It's like Heaven's Ward, Dark Knight, and then all this other stuff, and then the rest of the Heaven's Ward content. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just, we'll talk Heaven's Ward more. Um, Absolutely. Obviously the big thing with Heaven's Ward is Ishgard. That's the first thing... Um, Fourth city-state. ...that you see in the trailer. The, the snow kind of clears, and you see the Gates of Judgment, and everybody in the ballroom here at the Rio lost their shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very good stuff. Um, there's going to be new areas. Um, they say big areas, like there are going to be bigger areas, um, which could be cool. We don't know how big that's going to be. Uh, there are going to be floating land masses, um, something that they've talked about before, was that um, the, you know, if they had to choose between you know, going up into the sky, you're going kind of down into the sea for the next expansion, uh, Yoshida's like, we're going up. So we're going to have uh, floating continents as uh, the Final Fantasy series is wont to do. Um, We are also going to get new primals um, with the the expansion. And the, the image they showed when they first said that was very interesting, but then they also reused that image uh, talking about land masses. Um, my first reaction was, oh my god, is that Eden? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, we don't know. We don't know. It might have just been insert pretty picture here, because that's what we got right now. Um, this is vague. People won't be able to tell. We can yeah. use that picture. Yeah, and so basically, um, Heaven's Ward is <clears throat> the idea of, you know, it's comes off the word uh, heavenward, which is just, you know, up. 
um, but because there's so many different kinds of heavens or you know interpretations of, of heaven um, in Final Fantasy XIV, uh, they added an S to make it a little cooler, uh, and it is going to revolve around the Dragon Song War, which is uh, the battle between Ishgard and uh, the dragons in Dravania. So it should be really awesome. The trailer is fantastic. The music I've been whistling. I've had that song stuck in my head <laughs> all weekend. Um, so check it out if you haven't already. Um, we've gotten we've posted a lot of stuff um, on the website over uh, over this past weekend for Fan Fest. So make sure to check that out. Get caught up with all of that. Um, it's really it, good to see another CG trailer so soon. Yes. Like we we got one in eleven. That was it. Like yeah. never. I I loved it because you know you have the the guy walking through and he has you know his like his his bravura is all bandaged up like like it's, you found it good like job guy like it's gonna like hold it together <laughs> or something like why is it bandaged like why okay it's like putting a bandaid on a sword yeah all right it's just gonna throw it away but anyway the fun thing is is that this just like how they did it with going into 2.0 is it is an obvious teaser like there is a longer you know CG. Uh, you know, cutscene yeah. and stuff. That they, it, it's definitely going to be they're longer. They're going to reveal yeah. over, over a period of time. Yeah. I don't know. I was just just watching it and seeing the uh, you know the dragoon all the way up. You know, kind of at the top of this tower, which you know the classic kind of derg um, pose. And I'm like, oh, cool. We finally got like a CG dragoon. And then you find out that you know Dirtblander is now a CG dragoon, and he's also fighting with several other dragoons against the whole boatload of flying dragons. Um, so really cool stuff. Um, spring 2015. Please look forward to it. <laughs> that, is, that is not too far away, which it really is going to be here before we know it. Yep. Um, so next up here, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the Q&A we had with uh, Naoki Yoshida here at FanFest. Um, during the... Uh, letter from the producer live. They talked a little bit about uh, the eternal bond system. It's not the marriage system. It's the eternal bond system uh, that's currently scheduled for around 2.45, um, where players can uh, be eternally it's bonded. Not get married. It's be, you know bonded. Um, and so we asked him about that um, because what what they explained during the live letter was that there will be a type of uh, scheduling system where you will go in and pick a day and a time and then that way you can send out uh, invitations to you know free company members and friends and they can be there and pick you'll your get flowers, try a your waiting cake. room and all. <laughs> it, it sounds very should we get a DJ or uh, should we get a band? A band, yeah. It sounds, it sounds very detailed. Um, coming off of Eleven, you know, I, I played Eleven for, for quite a long time, um, they had a system where um, a third person outside of the couple could, had to like register. Yeah, they had to sponsor them, and then it was basically a, like a lottery system. Um, and I, I knew a couple that had tried for months and months and months, and they could never get a spot. And so when they said, you know, yeah, you're going to schedule things, and I'm like, why would you do that? Maybe they'll um, handle it better. Hope they handle it better. Yeah, there, there seems to be a weird, interesting contradiction in how they're heading, setting the system. So they talked about like divorce essentially is just just tossing the ring, just tossing the ring. But getting that, but getting it's so the ring, complicated, you know, is so, is so much more complicated. It almost it, for me, I was talking with Julie. It's like it almost seems like they should have just said, if you get eternally bonded with somebody, we mean eternal, and even if you throw away the ring, you can't marry. And you know, it's like mm-hmm. it seems like okay, there's a, such a huge. Thing you have to do. Do a before. quest to get divorced. Here's the ring. <laughs> yeah. Do a quest to get divorced. 
No uh, fault, no contact. <laughs> what else did we know? So, so one of the things I wanted to ask, because of uh, you know the scheduling and the the worry that people would not be able to get a time locked in. Um, I asked if there was any way to, you know, if people don't want the ceremony, you know, we're in Vegas, people don't, you know, make yeah. a big deal and go to the drive-thru, you know, add one onto the sanctum of the 12 <laughs> and we'll just go in and out, get bonded and then uh, that's not going to happen. Um, you have to do the ceremony. Um, the good news is, though, uh, that for the ceremony itself, for the system-based stuff of going in and becoming bonded, there is no fee. There is no gill. Oh, thank um, God. However, no. you you will need to buy, you know, the bracelets or the rings or, you know, if you want a wardrobe. I'm so sad. That's where any I really want a big gill dress, will be though. spent. But for the, the system side action of being bonded. Did they say if that was player cost. created or if they, like, the It dress? can be player created, okay, yeah. Cool. So that, you could, yeah, like that. somebody could make you a, a bracelet for eternal body. Cool. Um, we asked about, um, and this has been a thing that um, they've kind of brought up before that people want um, is gardening pots so they can, um, if you only have a, a free company house and you have your private chamber, Don't everybody um, freak that out. you can garden. Um, and it was kind of, the, and I, I think this is the same kind of answer they gave before where it's um, a matter of storing that data on the server for each character. And if, you know, a million characters each has, you know, X amount of you know pots with plant data. That's they have to store that somewhere, um, and so it's it's not completely ruled out, um, is what they said. But it's one of those things where um, you know you look at housing. They just announced subdivisions. Um, it it's going to take some time. Um, <laughs> subdivisions. Yeah. So they also announced today too um, that for ninja, uh, your subclasses are going to be pugilist and lancer. Um, and then they also threw a really weird curveball in where they said dexterity is their main stat. Geared, yeah! Which is weird because dex is for range damage, okay. But I mean, they, they've taken back stuff before, so are we really that surprised? They're just kind of, I'm taking it back. <laughs> dex is crit again. <laughs> um, but so we asked about that because um, what they said is that. Uh, Ninja and Monk will kind of share the same uh, sets of armor. Um, and and the answer we got, it kind of left the impression that um, what will happen is, you know, as you're leveling Ninja up, if you happen to have Pugilist gear, you can use that. Um, and then as you get, you know, closer to 50 or at 50, they'll have more um, kind of specialized armor that might have, you know, strength and Dexterity, or they maybe I think the Fuma set they brought up mm-hmm. um, as an example. Um, so I think we're just gonna have to wait and see. They, how that they already out. have like this has already been something that's part of the system though. So if you look at your uh, healers or your you know your damage dealers from magic perspective in your tanks, you have here's your tank body, and you can equip it to paladin or warrior. And then from the myth gear that they had was you actually had warrior specific, and then you had you know, paladin. But it's specific. weird in that nothing else. It, with the exception of like Vit, nothing else is two of one class's main stat. Yeah. That's what's weird to me. Yeah, yeah that's, I it's, agree. It's very odd. Um, let's see what else. We asked about merchandise, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about just kind of um, our experience on the the, the floor at FanFest. Um, I'm a big collector of, of all things Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. And all. I may or may not have spent seventy bucks to buy a French steel book off of eBay. Um, Got an autograph though this weekend, so it was all right. Um, 
So first thing we did, we, we hit up the merchandise booth. Uh, had some stuff that was, um, if, if you guys have looked at this, you know, I know like the, the Meteor Survivor polo has always been a big, uh, there's always been a big demand for that. They've had that on the, on the Japanese store for months and months now. Um, they've also had, you know, they have pins, they have a Hildebrand shirt, which I was really, really looking forward to getting, but they didn't have it here. You know what bummed me out? That I was so It was bummed. only large and extra large. I don't want a large or extra large shirt. Yeah. Um, and same here. I would like a little bit bigger. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you know, you bring that up. Um, but you know, when we we registered and stuff, uh, they did ask for people's sizes, mm-hmm. shirt sizes too. And they must have used that data, right? Well, they probably did that to gauge how many shirts they needed to buy of the fan fest shirts. But but you would think they would also use that for how I much. I mean, you're stock not wrong. You're probably of, right. I am not saying I am. I, I might be. That'd be nice if I was. <laughs> um, but. Uh, that's why I had asked Yoshida about this, you know, when, like, we had asked him last, two years ago, day three, um, about, you know, items being available in all the regions, because for 11, I had imported a million different things. Um, and his answer then was basically, if it's got an item code, you'll be able to get it, because they don't want to, you know, say, oh, you can't get this in-game, because this, and so waiting on those Moogle earrings, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, the um, way that Square Enix currently, their plan um, with merchandise is they design it in Japan, and then they have to manufacture it in Japan. Um, and the, when that happens, you have to deal with exporting costs and shipping fees. Um, and so what he would really like to do, um, he is an executive, Um you know, after after fourteen kicked off and was doing so well, there he got he got up there in the company. Um, he'd like to try and make it so that um, you know they can design it in Japan and then uh, manufacture it you know locally in those countries to sell that stuff. That makes sense. Um, it, Do if, it. if it happens, it's going to be a long way down the road. I think um, stuff like that. Just yeah, you know. they had a lot of the stuff here, though. They did. I was really happy. Like. You had to sit in the merch line for a really, really, really and long it, time, and you're the whole time you're like, they're gonna sell out before I get there, but they didn't sell out of hardly anything. And it was great because they had the <clears throat> while you were in line, which which spanned around the whole long wall of the huge. ballroom. It was ridiculous, um, huge. but they would give you a form so you could you know see what they have and mark it and go up and just hand them the form and they'd pull it and you'd be done. Um, I basically just went down the line. There's the list, and I'm like, okay, have that, have that, need that, have that, have, need that, um, and so I, I spent about a hundred bucks. I think I got like four things um, that I that I didn't have yet. Uh, but art book, know, art that's book, all, art that's book, all I needed. Uh, art book, the minion mug, the get the plush guy's plush. shirt. Uh, the girlfriend got the uh, the Moogle plush. Nice. What else did I get? Did you buy a towel? Towel. That's <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I gotta get it. I don't have a towel. I need to buy a towel. Um, it was apparently fairly popular. People were holding them up during mm-hmm. the concert. Yeah. They were actually. I don't. I don't know if you you noticed. We sat kind of kind of together. We. Mm-hmm. I texted you to see where you were, and you were like, Hey, look six left. chairs down. <laughs> um, but they actually were trying to sell more towels during that. Were they? Last bit. Yeah, oh. they were going up and down the aisles like 15 bucks. Really? Towel. Yeah. Hmm. I wish they were doing that and with like the the posters and like the prizes. Everything. Like here, have stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so merchandise. You know, hopefully one of these days, uh, but probably not not too soon. Um, also talked about 
uh, future fan fests um, and you know how often we can expect them you know back in the, the 11 days we had you know 2006 2007 2008 um, and then they had a whole bunch of different fan fests in between uh, from you know then uh, between then and now um, and so he says because of you know the expansion announcement he doesn't want to do one every year because you know if they do another expansion next year people will be like oh there's another fan fest coming up. There must that must mean that there's an expansion, and he doesn't want that. Um, so he's thinking maybe every every few years. Um, and he also mentioned that uh, the idea of doing fan fests in both uh, China, uh, which just uh, went live uh, last month, month before, uh, went into service, and then uh, in Korea, which is going to get uh, Final Fantasy XIV in 2015. So he's looking at doing fan fest there as well, which is great and I you know we were talking about this I'm like you aren't gonna get any sleep he's like yeah I know (laughs) yeah and uh, and this last one here uh, I will I will let you listeners here uh, decide how you want to interpret this Um, during the Heaven's Ward presentation you know they were showing slides like okay it's Ishgard uh, level cap up to 60 multiple new jobs and I asked him about this, and I said, you know, that slide says multiple new jobs. It doesn't say multiple new classes and jobs. And his response was, oh, you have a very good eye. I can't say anything. <laughs> so take that as you will. Well, we got two more fan fests that they, you know, have plenty of time to remember. And, and we already to. know... And I'm sure Europe is so thrilled that we know about it. Um, <laughs> during the uh, last night's panel, um, we got a bit of a tease where uh, it was uh, Naoki Yoshida and Mizutoshi Gandai were were talking about. Um, you know, I was I was going to wear a certain shirt tonight to maybe hint at something, and uh, you know they they made the comment of I really like the. You know, director Nolan's Batman movies, which would maybe imply a certain night of <laughs> not 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 brightness, but maybe dark shadow night. Um, yeah, shadow night, get out of here, shadow night. Um, oh you. So and, and it was funny because kid. you could see you could see the audience sitting there for a minute, like bad Batman. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you could see everyone just kind of collectively. Later, uh, like later, and it was today. Somebody ran up and gave uh, gave Mr. G. Yeah, that man during sure. during the the live letter today when uh, Gonde was was in, involved with that. And they come out on stage and somebody gave uh, gave Gonde a Batman shirt and he wore that for the rest of the day actually. Um, so that was that was pretty <laughs> funny. Um, but that's really it for all the big uh, news and announcements. <clears throat> Obviously, Evans Ward is the big news out of. The uh, out of the weekend, yeah, but lots of everything. lots of you know little juicy tidbits within that. Um, I know we were running around on the on the show floor the whole weekend. Um, what did you guys do, and uh, what did you think of it? I will go around here. Uh, start with you, Zanidra. I did everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. They they gave you actually the little program books were really cute, and they. Gave, I like I liked how they did those this yeah. year. I was gave, actually in the. Was it back shot? I was in the 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 program under closing ceremonies because they recycled a lot. They were using a lot of images from the uh, the PAX launch event, and so uh, 
Yeah. Look, it's me. And someone was like, I found fusion in the book. And I was like, really? <laughs> Sweet. Live quest completed. Yes. So there was there was a little a little cute book where basically you group up with a bunch of people and do a, a little this is me with quotation marks quest right in the events and uh, that and everything else you did uh, including like the Odin challenges and the primal challenges and how how were, how was the the Odin challenge uh, the the it was fun it was a fun fight I actually uh, got a group that was pretty solid and we got it on our first run and we were the Ironically enough, coincidentally enough, whatever, we were the first uh, one on the SE Twitch to win. We weren't the first to win by any means. They just happened to have cameras and stuff, and it won. And yeah. So shout out, shout out to uh, to Philip laying on the floor. Being all <laughs> my quiet. husband, uh, my husband was the warrior <laughs> tank for the fight. And uh, they interviewed him at the end, and he's got his little gamer skin hat on. Yeah. We're like, how convenient is that? Thanks, Twitch. <laughs> yeah, so we, we gave out uh, a lot yes. of, a lot of, of stuff. stuff this weekend. Uh, big shout out. I had a lot of people come up to me uh, asking for autographs, and just saying that they liked the site and the show. Uh, so shout out to all you guys. That was that was really cool, um, and we appreciate it. And you know, appreciate you guys coming to the site and, and listening to the show. So Odin was fun, and. Um, Everything, everything once you got to it was really fun. Everything had a really long line. Odin was fun until we we sat down for <laughs> Odin. It was uh, it was a bunch of us. We just kind of would, you know, we would go off and do stuff on our own, and we we would just kind of get together and do something and you know, go our separate ways again. Um, but we we sat down for Odin first thing this morning, um, and we were having some technical difficulties where Oddwell's uh, scholar was DCing, so we actually got. Uh, an extra, you know, the the match was uh, the fight with Odin is 15 minutes, and so they let us go in again, um, and we got down to about five percent, like two or three times in a row, and it was yeah, it, that kills the self esteem. But it's tough. It was uh, it was a really fun fight. So hopefully at some point that'll that'll make it into the game. So yeah. there was, the, the, I think the the roughest thing was the primal roulette because it wasn't just go and do primal extremes. It was a primal roulette where they had a roulette wheel, an actual roulette wheel with handicaps on it. Mm-hmm. So you would get a primal and you would also get some sort of handicap. Like you could only go in in I-90 gear instead of I-100, which was the the general one you got for mm-hmm. most everything here. Or you didn't get to wear a shirt or you had to go in with it one tank and one healer or just a bunch mm-hmm. of other things. So... Uh, more people were actually winning Odin, I think, than they probably were winning Primals. Yeah. The one Primal fight I got to do, because the line was extremely long, was um, Leviathan Extreme No Shirts. And a Leviathan is a little bit of a DPS check, so if you don't have your, yeah. your shirt with your, you know, it's a, massive a big chunk of stats shirt, yeah. on it, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. <laughs> we did not win. I think I accidentally, I called it a wash. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. oh, I just pawned myself. And, and you know what? It, and it's funny that you you, know, you bring that up, and because during um, one of the Odin fights, you know, you get you get to that point in these timed events, and you know, we've been to to E three and packs where they do these battle challenges, and there's that point where you know that it's better to wipe and use that time start again. Yeah, in, a, in another a lot of people match. are doing that. And in in Odin, it got to that point where I'm like, all right, we need to just wipe and redo it. But right around that same time is when he started prepping Zantetsuken. So it was me and the other tank standing there for about 30 seconds just waiting for him to kill us. Yeah. Cause <laughs> That's funny. It was rough. Yeah, it was uh, rough. The other thing I did that was kind of funny is, uh, I've said it before on the show, I've, I've never done PvP ever. Like, mm-hmm. ever. But uh, 
you when you did these events, you got little patches with the classes on them, and I had to have them all, right? Mm-hmm. So I did PvP for the first time ever with my trusty Maelstrom and won. So that was a nice experience. Yeah, my, my wife really uh, loved the, the PvP. And yeah, had, everybody like she was everybody, so excited when we when we lined up for that. Everybody yeah. on our alliance, you know, they had the headsets. Yeah. So not just were you communicating with your eight, you were communicating <laughs> with your entire twenty-four. And I remember. I remember coming out of this. We we ended up losing that first match. So close though, like it was it was, it was it neck was and neck. Through. It was a great yeah. match. And I remember coming out of there because because Bryn is so into PvP, um, and we come out <laughs> and I'm like I'm like so Bryn, what did we learn? And he <laughs> and he, he kind of gives me this. No, please please tell me what did we learn? Even if your entire team. Is talking on mics. Nobody still listens. Like it's just uh, yeah. go to go to B. B go I don't to know here. How many times B it's, stay there? B stay in the middle. Well, see, You're not in B. Why are you? Look at look at your party list. Yeah, it says B. I heard that Our three group or four did times. listen. Our group actually did listen, and even like in the first five minutes of the fight, we had all but maybe one of the points on the map, <laughs> and we we beat everyone by a landslide. We had double oh. everyone else's points. It was awesome. We also had. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the two dudes running around with the dude PvP, PvP bro. bro. Yeah, they were on our team too. So he, he, uh, apparently they do PvP one of those, bro. One of those guys uh, trolled uh, the, the oh, raffle. Oh yeah, the raffle. Yeah. Um, yeah just watch, you'll have to watch the live stream. The, the premium uh, live stream since that was closing ceremonies. Um, but yeah, what is what did, what did you try, Brent? Did you oh. get a chance to try the... Uh, what, what didn't we talk about? Did you do the uh, the dungeon, the speed run? Yes, yeah, we did the too. I did the speed run. Really liked that when they first announced it. I was like, oh man, did they set up a special system that like actually like had like if you think of Mario Kart where you would see Just the other the person party. who goes yeah and, and pretty much and so that ended up being one of us and and then I was like well, when I realized that I was like well that's not okay no big deal right uh, so it was pretty it was pretty sweet um, we went in with um, a nice uh, you know a nice couple uh, it's kind of what I ended up doing though is like. I met so many just fantastic people. Was we were just about that. Um, it's like you only get paladin, black mage, white mage, and bard. Yeah, you not, don't know not how to only play that. And, yeah. and the biggest thing that I think a lot of people felt, and it, I mean, just rightfully so, is that you get so used to playing the game with your custom. Like yes. you only had a couple minutes before That's every event to switch it up. Biggest part about I would say as a events. controller player, I had a controller players had a better benefit. Really? Actually, because if you as long as you set up your buttons for the, it's muscle memory. It's easier. You it's can just easier. Be like, boom, 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 but for boom, hot boom. bars, because people, because like and the, the couple we played, um, uh, Julie and I played with versus, um, but with who are on our team for the speed run. They're, they have these like really sophisticated gaming mice that had yeah. all the buttons on the side, and so they they weren't used to hitting keyboards and doing this. And I, I didn't I didn't care. I was like I'm just having fun. You know what I did? What did you do? Uh, like two or three days prior to coming here, I uh, I didn't deactivate the buttons on my, my side of my mouse, but I stopped using them. I started <laughs> using the keyboards so that I was so you're trained and ready. Yeah, they actually they didn't actually have the the MMO mice. Um, <laughs> I know back at back at PAX they did. I don't remember if they did it. A couple of the computers did. actually did. did like I, I sat down at a couple stations that actually did have really nice uh, keyboard and mouse setups. But well, they were nice, but they weren't. Um, they weren't like the Logitech um, G6 whatever with like the twelve mm. buttons on the no, side. It definitely was just, like, no twelve. The two on the there side. Were some it was, two. They were yeah. Alienware hardware. Yeah. 
Yeah. There, like, there were some. Like, yeah. the, the ones I sat down to for Odin was the crappiest keyboard I've ever seen. <laughs> and, like, a really crappy, like, Dell mouse. It was bad. But that's why I said, like, I, I felt like as a, as, a, as a controller player, I just went and said, okay, I'm putting this thing yeah. here, here, here. And for me, then it just become it was just about muscle that's, memory. That's always the biggest challenge for you know, these yeah. events is setting up your UI. Because no matter how much time they give you to do it, it's never going to it's be. It's not going to be 100% Actually, in right. line, I, I sent a friend of mine a message like, hey, I don't remember where this function in character config thing is, can you look this up for me really quick so I can fix it when I get Right. Because I, I you don't have time to look for it. It took me three events to remember where the hell the yeah. HP percentage bar was. And then I was like, oh, of course, that makes sense that it's completely there. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, it's not in general. Anyway, so um, we did that. We uh, did Odin. We did the PvP. The only thing we didn't do was the primal uh, roulette, A, because the lines were just so, so long. long. But between that and all the panels, it was just like, this event, it was an uh, action pack. It was filled. We had an yeah. unbelievable time at some of the most amazing people. They had um, little games. Yeah. The thing is, is that even with the line, like, you know, like waiting in line was not bad. A, had a 3DS. And B, you're going to hang out with people who like to talk about Final Fantasy and who like to talk video games. And that kind of made the line I love the disappear. guy. You're just kind of socializing on, and then on you the fight of the reception. Who, that that whole day was just lines. It was a line oh, of register, reception and, and it was a, it, you, you took a line from the casino all the way down this hallway, and then uh, you would, um, you know, get to the registration area. But you know, the the lines were just so long, and you know, I know a bridge when the, the stuff first started, they were having server issues, and the mm -hmm. merch booth was terrible because they had three registers and two card readers, and one card reader broke. Mm -hmm. So for the rest of the weekend, they had one card reader. It's just like the printers. It was, All their crap broke. It was, yeah, it was it was bad. The lines were bad, but at, at, even at the same time, um, you know, you, you never know how bad it's going to be. The archery line was the worst because... So I really, they actually, you actually could, like, they had real bow and arrows, and they had, like, Ixali, uh, like targets that you could shoot mm -hmm. at, um, but the line took forever, and you had to actually sign, like, a waiver to do it, because it was a real bow and arrow, mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, bummed I didn't get to do it, and it was a short, like, area for a line, too, um, but I, I probably think didn't expect it to be so popular, because That's, that's my biggest complaint, I think, is was the lines, um, but overall, um, you know, this is my third Final Fantasy uh, fan fest after 2007 and 2008 out in uh, in, in California, uh, and I you know they nailed it especially with the uh, the concert this evening. Yeah, it was great. With uh, Soken and his band, awesome. yes, Primals. the Primals. Um, we are the Primals, and we pray Primal songs. <laughs> and I I gotta just I gotta just say. Koji just knocked it out of the Did. park. Um, Mogamog was awesome. He was so for, yeah. the, for those of you who don't know this, um, and I don't I don't know if that the people in the audience, you know, are were, were aware of this. Um, he makes the lyrics for a lot of the songs in the game, um, and in the case of Mogamog, he's actually the voice of some of the Moogles, mm -hmm. um, and so he came out on stage and sang the Good King Mogamog song. And then did, you know, the parts with all the different moogles in their voices. With their um, hats. With their hats. Yeah, it was just... It was impressive. It, it was, was, it was impressive. Um, a really great way Hilarious. to end out the show. Um, so started the show. Almost. It was the middle. Well, it was the middle, you're right. Um, but Because uh, it came out at, it with like, fan fest, the Asians. Fan yeah. fest yeah. in fantastic. general. Yes, they are. They're fair. Yeah. It was what I was going with. Good bookmark. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, overall, it was a really great show. Uh, big shout out to uh, those guys at the community team, uh, Matt, uh, Devin, uh, Colby, and Robert, um, who is no longer with, uh, with Square Enix, but um, we know that he did a lot um, of work for FanFest to make this happen, so big shout out to him. Uh, it kind of sucks, because he wasn't here to see it, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks to all those guys um, and everybody else at Square Enix that, uh, that put this event on and made it happen. Um, any other, any other comments before we close? This I know out? I was complaining about the lines. Yeah. Somebody pointed out to me: if you go to a theme park or anything like that, you're gonna stand in a line to do the things at the theme park too. This is true. So. This is true. The only thing I guess, like for me, with the takeaway is just the impact and how I, I mean, I just keep I keep looking back at the 3.0 and how it is different from that of you know 2.0, you know, and how we get, have gone from one. To two and then going into three and just how excited mm. uh, that is. I liked. Uh, I would say the one thing that I think they did absolutely right was they opened, um, you know, the keynote and it was just three O talk and, yeah. and it was like yeah. And then that's kind of okay. They're, they're like okay, we're not going to talk about it anymore. But I mean, talk about a way to get excited, jazzed up. And then, yeah, okay, of course we're going to talk about 2.4 and right. other things. Yushi like just comes out. He's like, yo, Ishgard, dragoons, level cap. We got real bows and arrows. Yeah. And <laughs> like walks off stage. I mean, that's pretty much like he would, you know, he could have been like, "That's yeah. all I'm here for." Yeah. And then, uh, so, and then, obviously, this is just the uh, the taste of the other, uh, you know, information that'll be coming in the other fan fests. I really like that the panels. It was all one room. Like, yes. Usually, the so panels be, are off in a corner. You so could you be in an activity, and you could also be or waiting, attention. and you well, could still watch the panel. Of course, and then and then you know when somebody beats Odin, you know, you could be talking. <laughs> you, you know, Yoshida could be given. Uh, you know, doing a panel <laughs> and talking about how sad it is during chocobo breeding when something happens and your chocobo dies, and then somebody could beat Odin and go, Yeah! yeah. So uh, that didn't happen, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> little distractions. But um, big shout out to, to everybody uh, at Square. Uh, thank you to everybody that we ran into uh, over the weekend, all, all you guys that uh, listen and visit the site. Uh, it really means a lot to us to you know to to get to meet you and and hear every all those kinds of words that you gotta you have to, to share with us uh, about the site and the podcast. Um, we did an interview with uh, with Fern Hall's Michael Christopher Kochi Fox. Um, the audio for that is up right now. It is uh, Lorecast number four, uh, written version coming soon. Um, and then you heard uh, our exclusive interview with. Naoki Yoshida, uh, the written version of that, which is also coming soon, uh, or maybe out by the time this gets out, depending on planes and things Trains like that going yeah, back like home. Yeah, So <laughs> keep an eye out for that. Uh, check out everything else that we've put up for FanFest. And uh, next weekend is, uh, or I guess this weekend now, it's uh, London, and then it's uh, Tokyo in December. So expect more news. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks to uh, Zinidra and Bryn for joining me. And uh, we'll catch you next time, guys. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>